Hello, everybody. I hope you're doing well. Are you ready to welcome April? My name is Anna Zugeri, and if we haven't met yet, I'm just a basic girl with a little extra. My hope is that by sharing my so basic stories, you get a little, you know, extra inspiration, extra encouragement, or an extra laugh. What's in a name? Such a basic question, but it got me to do a little extra thinking. Last week, I had a meeting with two sweet ministry leaders. I've been working with them on doing some devotional translations. We started working together a year now. They are amazing. The thing is that we have never met in person. One of them lives in Canada, and the other one lives a few states up. Most of the communication we do is via email and direct message. So last week was the first time the three of us met face-to-face via Zoom and had actually a conversation uh, to get to know each other a little bit better and talk about the next project. The first question I got asked was, is it Anna or Anna? I get that question all the time. And I have a basic answer. Anna or Anna, it does not matter to me, as long as you don't call me Pedro or Juan. Really, it doesn't bother me. You see, my name has been changed too many times, that at this point, it really does not matter to me. I am the first generation of an immigrant family. I was born and named in Mexico City. In Mexico, most people carry a first name, a middle name, that is usually the name of a grandparent, your parents' best friend, or a relative that means a lot to your parents. Then you get your father's last name, and then your mother's last name. But wait, it gets better. If you're a girl and get married, your mother's last name goes away. But you have to add a preposition, which is de which means belongs to, and then you add your husband's last name. Yep, it's complicated in Mexico. So my full name as given to me when I was born is, you ready? Ana Julieta Ramirez Vega. Can you say that? Now, here's the thing. We moved to United States when I was 15. And in all those 15 years of my life, no one ever called me Anna. It wasn't even on my radar that my first name was Anna. My family and friends always called me Julie, a nickname for Julieta, which means Juliet, which, by the way, I hate. Ugh. I hate that people will ask me, where is your Romeo? Ugh. Here's an extra story. I think I was four or five years old when we had a neighbor across the street, about the same age as I was, and he had a balcony. Yep, he would scream from the top of his lungs from his balcony, Julieta, here is your Romeo, for all the street to hear him. I also dislike it so much because I knew when I was in trouble when my parents would call me by Julieta. Talk about little traumas. Then we moved here and I went from Ana Julieta Ramirez Vega to just Ana Ramirez. I got used to it, 
But do you know how many Ana Ramirez's are in the world? I know for sure there's one that lives on the other side of town and had a huge theft with an electricity company. I had to fight that battle to prove my identity and that I was not the same Ana Ramirez by sending lots of letters and at least 20 follow-up phone calls. That was pretty scary and annoying. By the way, this might sound a little basic, but I want to recommend you to always be vigilant over your credit report and your social media handles. Check out episode number eight, where I give you some tips about that. I'm just telling you because if I haven't mentioned it before, my husband is in the mortgage business and he tells me stories, oh my goodness, how a lot of people are unaware of things that are put into their credit reports and they don't have any idea until they're ready to buy a house and sadly that prevents them from getting a good deal or puts them on a pickle. Okay, back to my basic story. I got married. <laughs> so my name changed again. Anna Zugeri. For a while, I had my name as Anna Ramirez Zugeri. It was hard to get rid of the Ramirez. That was kind of hard for me, especially because my dad is not longer with us. It meant a lot to him. I remember him getting a family crest when we were kids. I think that's what they're called. He had it on a frame. He used to tell me that our name came came from Spain and uh, he would point at that thing. It had a lion and it looked really fancy. When I was young, I always dream of going to Spain. And I mean, I've never been, but it's on my bucket list. And I think the fact that my dad mentioned that so many times, it has something to do with that. I was very proud to know that it came from Spain. Although, doing a little research, I found out that it was originally from Germany and it, that it means wise protector. The name is said to have originated with the Visigoths, a Germany goth tribe that settled in um, the Iberian Peninsula, present-day Spain and Portugal, during the 5th century which explains why my dad used to say it came from Spain. I also found some fun facts like Ramirez is the 42nd most popular surname in the United States, the 10th most common surname in Mexico, and the 28th most common surname in Spain. I got that information from thoughtco.com. <laughs> just in case you want to search for yours. I am glad I have brothers that can carry out our last name. Continuing with my so basic story, I am also glad I married into a really cool Italian last name. There are not many of us in the United States, so that makes it so special. I love it. A little extra, right? I remember my father-in-law one day telling me, be careful with what you do and say out there. Remember, you got something that is mine. I am honored to have it. And I hope and pray that I will never say or do something that will not honor the privilege I have in carrying his last name. Speaking of names, I have no idea. You have no idea. <laughs> 
How many times my husband also has to prove who he is? His name spells M-I-C-H-E-L-E, which many people take as Michelle, but it's actually Michele in Italian. Just last week, the pharmacy said that the doctor made a mistake because they put his medicine under Michelle. <laughs> so I have to explain the whole thing. I do believe that there is a lot in a name. I always have, especially when the time came to choose the name for my firstborn. I felt very responsible for choosing the right name. I did not know Jesus back then, as I know him now. But I know that he knew me and guided me to pick the right name for my child. I feel that it suits her so well. Her first name means the crown of laurel. To me, it means the crown that a sweet girl will wear. And that is exactly who she is. Her middle name, according to Google, it means God has answered, which he did. Our family wanted to have a girl because my brothers have had boys. And there she came to turn our world upside down. My second one was also a very intentional decision. When it came to choosing her name, her first name means whole or complete. And her middle name means people of victory. Our daughters are 10 years apart, so we knew she came to complete our family and we claim victory. I believe that choosing a name is so important. I'm not sure if we grow into our names or our names grow into us. But even though I don't like Julieta, I do not see myself with a different name. A few years back, I looked up the meaning of Anna and I loved it. It means full of grace or favor. It means a lot to me. I think that God orchestrated the whole thing. My parents were going to name me just Julieta. Can you imagine? <laughs> but my aunt Anna went to the courthouse with my mom to register me. You see, in Mexico, they don't do it in the hospital as they do here. So my mom said, I think I'm also going to name her like you. So she has options. Thank goodness my aunt Petrita wasn't with her. <laughs> I mean, I love her, but the name not so much. <laughs> I don't mean to be extra here, but I have to share that there has been two times where random people that I had just met that day tells me, Anna, you have such a sweet spirit. I really didn't know what they meant, but that stayed with me. Now that I know Jesus the way I do, I know what it means and who do I own it to. God made me full of grace and favor for his glory. Regardless of my Enneagram 7S, my yellow temperament, and any other personality tests, this is the one thing I hold on to and known to be true about myself. I know, I know. If you're a Christian, you will agree with me that Psalm 139 will be our to-go verse in the Bible when it comes to find a pick-me-up verse, right? But I also love 1 Peter 2.9. However, you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, people who belong to God. You were chosen to tell about the excellent qualities of God 
who called you out of the darkness into the marvelous light. Oh, I just love it. I feel that this is another way to remind me to love Jesus, obey Jesus, and tell everyone about him because of who I am. And wait, if you read that and then listen to the song Glorious Day by Passion, oh my goodness, how can you not? That's the perfect combo. He called my name and I ran out of the grave. I get goosebumps every time I hear that song. That's my jam. He called by my name. How awesome is that? He calls your name and if you're willing, you can call on his too. I will share the link of the YouTube version of the song in the show notes. Check it out. So my basic thought for today is that there is a lot in a name, especially this one, Jesus. There is power in the name. A while back, during the Merry Morning Marta Day Bible study, Pam Lilly was talking about how there are some days that we are so tired, overwhelmed, with all the feelings that prayers don't come out easily. But there is one name you can call upon when you can't think of anything else. Jesus. Let me tell you, I've tried it and it works. I will leave you with a little extra to reinforce this idea. Listen to Dane and Dana, the cutest and sweet little girls that went viral in 2017 and still adding numbers to their views. Don't call Tyron, call Jesus. I will share the link of my Facebook page, a 30-second funny and super cute video. Okay, friends, I hope that you're encouraged to know who knows you by your name and inspired to call upon the one that has endless love for you, Jesus. Don't forget to visit my Faith 52 Facebook page where we can connect and I would love for you to share the meaning of your name. You can also find me on Fridays at 10 a.m. Central Time on my Friday Feature Friends segment on YouTube where I interview some really awesome people. This coming Friday, I have a good friend of mine, Andy Halper. He will share with us about storytelling. He has a gift when it comes to telling stories. So set your reminders and join us. We'll love to interact with you in the chat. Thank you so much for listening, and it would be a blessing if you can share this episode with one person to help me grow my podcast and to share a little extra encouragement, extra inspiration, or an extra laugh. Until next time, God bless.